You're listening to Women of Color and Confidence, a show designed to support dynamic women in the desire to elevate their self-confidence. Hi, I'm your host, Amber Rose West. I'm a confidence coach and communication expert specializing in helping women understand the depths of creating and expressing authentic self-confidence. If you've ever found yourself saying, I want more confidence, but I just don't know how to get it, this is the show for you. On this show, you'll learn how to create a powerful inner landscape of positive self-talk and a motivational mindset, while also learning how to practice strongly developed communication skills and behavioral techniques to express yourself boldly with confidence that looks and feels good to you. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Women of Color and Confidence. I'm your host, Amber Rose West. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking about why your voice is your number one confidence asset. Y'all know I'm a big fan of reverse engineering things around here. So before we get into why your voice is your number one confidence asset, I want to ask you a question or more, more like, can you take a pause and think with me for just a second? A little trip down memory lane. Can you think of a time where you were in a conversation, possibly in a group of people talking to each other, and you said something that wasn't well received? You thought it was fine and all of a sudden people are looking at you a little funny and then someone responds and they make you feel dumb or judged or embarrassed. Can you remember what happened to your voice in that moment? You were probably at a loss for words. Your cheeks probably got hot or you started sweating in your hands and your palms. It's very likely that in that moment you were focusing more on what your body was doing and how people were looking at you than what your brain was trying to contort into a response. You may have stuttered trying to get a comeback, but for the most part, I bet you the words weren't coming. Your words were snatched up and your voice was gone. Your confidence probably went right out the door with it. Your voice has power. It also gives you this feeling of connectedness and belonging when you share it with people. The opposite can be true right? If you're in a conversation, you say something not well received, it can make you feel that disconnectedness from people. And it can make you feel a lack of power or strength or confidence. There is this grandness in your voice because your voice is what connects you with the world and the people around you. So yes, that can be the voice that actually comes out of your throat and out of your mouth. But it's also the things you write down, your language, your communication. It's about connecting some part of you to the parts of everything outside of you. Your voice is a representation of who you are. So they express your thoughts and your feelings. They're part of your human experience that deserve to be observed and validated. Your voice is how you share your ideas and your creativity. Have you ever looked at something someone else created and thought, I never would have thought to do that. I look at art all the time and I have this experience. Sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's emotional reactions, but always it's something that I know that I wouldn't have been able to have, you know, these experiences without someone deciding to use their voice and share their creativity, share the ideas that are in their head through their art. Your voice is how you as a person ask for support. It's your voice that you use when you need to ask somebody else for help. You're part of a connection to people or communities, this macrocosm that is our country or our world. Whether you like it or not, as a human being on the planet, you're a part of this shared society. So we have this big macrocosm. And the beautiful part is you are unique. No one is going to engage this world exactly the same way as you or have the same perspectives as you. Sure, we might have similarities with other people, 
and you may have agreements at a lot of different things, but never 100% absolutely exactly the same as you. You are that unique, and that's why you speaking up is important. There are many ways your voice is used in the world. I like to call this the macro voice. If we think about the macrocosm as the world, then the voice you use in it is your macro voice. It's the one you use with other people, the one that you use when you're talking to your family or you're ordering your lunch or you're pitching a project idea or you're meeting with your team and everyone is talking. Macrocosm would be the world at large. So like society and mankind and other people. So therefore your macro voice is the voice that you use in that space. Each person and individual then would be a microcosm. You technically are a microcosm within the larger world of the macrocosm, which leads us to your macro voice. Did you see that one coming? <laughs> the voice that you have with yourself. And now look, this is just the way that I like to think about it because I am so nerdy like that. I think about the worlds that we have, the macrocosms, is the planet, the country, the place that I am in every day, and my microcosm, which is me and my body and how I take care of it, and how it thinks. And so it's just a line of reasoning for me. I have a macro, macro voice and a micro voice. <laughs> it works well for me. Maybe the analogy works well for you too. But your voice is the most powerful tool that you have for yourself. This intrapersonal communication, it's the closest thing that you have in your mind to yourself. You talk to yourself the loudest. And so I want to ask you, what are you saying to yourself? Do you support yourself? Do you support your dreams? Or are you constantly talking shit to yourself? If you don't take anything else from this podcast, I hope that you take this. The way that you talk to yourself is the most powerful skill you will ever cultivate. And right now, you spend too much time with what other people think about you or what other people say about you. You spend too much time with what society says to you or about you. So, like, we all know how the pressures go. And I just want to remind you again, forever and always, this isn't the first time you'll hear it or the last time you'll hear it. But the way that you talk to yourself is the most important, powerful skill you will ever cultivate. So what makes your voice the greatest asset to your confidence? You may have been able to tell by the way I asked that question. <laughs> but sometimes I think the greatest way to answer this question is to ask you the opposite. How is your confidence when your voice has been taken from you? When your voice is stifled, oppressed, ridiculed, what state does that leave your confidence? Sometimes looking at it upside down helps us see the truth. But I still want you to look at it right side up, okay? How are your confidence level when you feel listened to, when you feel validated? When you feel understood, how are your confidence levels when you speak up and are valued? When what you're saying is respected? When you're positively acknowledged for your contribution? Those confidence levels are two different levels, right? So what makes an individual voice something that deserves to be valued, respected, or positively acknowledged? I believe that it's a voice that is in alignment with the person that is using it. And I've seen it exampled time and time again. We often believe these voices have to be loud or bold or leaders. And I'm here to argue that any voice that is authentic to the thoughts, feelings, desires, and needs of the person that is speaking with that voice is an authentic voice. And it is not synonymous with attributes like big or loud. I'm going to interject here with one of the biggest misconceptions I hear about confident voices. That confident voices don't need to be big or loud to be respected. It just needs to be true to the person that's using it. Remember a time where you saw a confident and commanding person enter a room without saying a word. They speak minimally or softly and they still exude confidence. They exist and I'm almost positive that you have witnessed such a person. 
I personally believe that social media has a big influence in making other people believe. Over the years of growing my businesses on social media, there is a big influence in making people believe that bold, loud, exhibitionist voices are the only way to show how confident you are, and that's just not true. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other episode, okay? I want to get back to what makes an authentic voice. It accurately describes your thoughts, feelings, or experiences. So to take this a step further, I'm also going to say that it supports you in being who you are or going after whatever it is that you're striving for when you want it or need it. So the things that you're striving for could be a dream. Yeah, a big dream or a goal. Sure. It could be just the goal of expressing yourself, your true self right now, not who you used to be or who people want you to be, but just your true authentic self right now. It could be one of your needs that you are practicing expressing to other people and they can be big needs or they can be small needs or it can just be asking for help when you need it, how you need it and knowing how it is that you need that help to come to you. Being able to do these things with an authentic voice will lead you to elevated self-confidence and being unable to do these things with an authentic voice supports the gaps that you have in your self-confidence. Since we've been talking about the bold and loud versus the calm and quiet, let's talk about the extrovert versus introvert argument when it comes to self-confidence, okay? I have introverts say all the time, I'm an introvert, so I'm not very confident, or I'm not as confident as other more extroverted people. I would argue that introverts that communicate who they are authentically or what they need in any given moment are some of the most confident people I've ever interacted with because it takes a lot of courage for an introvert to tell someone else what they need. It's more energy for them to say, I'm overwhelmed right now. I'm not taking that on or I don't want to do that or I don't feel like going there. If introverts who haven't learned to use their voice to show up as they authentically are, it's introverts who haven't learned to use their voice to show up as they authentically are that feel a lack of self-confidence. Working with introverted entrepreneurs, I've had women tell me about their professional experiences, mixing with their personal lives, and how they've had to learn to balance that out. You know, as an extrovert, I sometimes forget that introverts in social situations, it takes a lot of energy out of them. And this is probably one of the first examples that I'd ever heard. But it was a a woman that I worked with who had a startup company and she would do lots of little like speeches and pitches and things like that for her business. So she came to me and she said, I spoke at an event on Friday and I was on stage. I made my speech. And then afterwards I got off and people wanted to talk to me. And I thought that was so cool. People were really interested in in my company and the things that I was attempting to put out into the world. And then the second I got home, I was so drained. And I just wanted to like lay in bed like all night, all morning after. It was really hard for me to get out of bed on Saturday. I did, but I still knew that like all of the energy that I had for the weekend was completely drained from me because people were so excited to talk to me after my speech. And I wasn't really prepared for that. I do think that it was really cool and I got to talk to all these people, but then that was it. That was that was the limit of the energy that I had. So I did make plans to go to brunch with my friends on Sunday morning. And so my friends are calling me on Saturday to remind me. And I just had to say, you know what? I don't have the energy for it and I don't want to go anymore. It's not going to be a good time for me. And I know that it's not going to be a good time hanging out with you. And so I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to bow out of this one, but I will make it, you know, an effort to meet with y'all at a different time. This was really interesting to me because in my extroverted life, I don't lose energy like that for social situations, but also I definitely would have pushed through it and just shown up to brunch and like whatever Amber Rose had shown up is the Amber Rose that you're going to get, right? 
But this introverted friend of mine had actually learned that that doesn't benefit her friendships. It actually makes it worse inside of her friendships when she's not being authentic to her introverted energy. So if we think about an introvert missing her confidence pieces, she probably would have sucked it up and gone to brunch. And then what do you think would have happened to her the following week? She would have been drained of her energy. So brain fog, being short with people, you know, cutting people off, dragging ass around all day until she got home. And then she just crumbled inward. So she's probably not doing her self-care. She would have had a very different, probably more crappy kind of week without the confidence to say, I would like to sit this one out. And also to have the friends who were like, we hear you, we'll catch you at the next one kind of thing. Authentic voices are about honoring yourself. Speaking with confidence is effectively relaying what's happening to you or what you need in certain situations. It's about you being who you truly are, not what you think you should be or what, you know, the shoulds of, well, I should be quiet or I should do this or I should do that. It's just sometimes being able to be you and and express yourself from that place. Confidence and authenticity are not reserved for extroverts or the colorful or the loud or the bold. It's meant for you and it's accessible to everyone. You deserve to have your voice heard. You deserve to be heard and seen for who you truly are. And that includes the thoughts that you have and the feelings that you have and the experiences that you have. They're all valid and are a part of your your journey. If you have big dreams and you're following them, you deserve to have those dreams fulfilled. Part of having those dreams fulfilled is being able to share that dream with other people and have them support you. You deserve that too. Your authentic voice starts inside of you. The microcosm that is you on this macrocosm that is the earth. (laughs) The micro voice that is within your head. It's the one core source of your self-confidence. And that is why it is your number one greatest asset. If you're feeling a lack of confidence, it may be because your voice is being hindered by yourself or from something on the outside of yourself, by others. And by that happening on the outside, it seeps back inside. So let's talk about what could be happening inside your head right now. And what we're going to get into here is what gets in the way of your self-confidence. These are voice stealers. I also like to call them confidence killers. It comes twofold. We have the internal confidence killers and the external confidence killers. The internal killers, confidence stealers (laughs) are the ways you steal your own voice. And that's usually with negative self-talk that's influenced by our inner critics, our inner imposters, aka your imposter syndrome. These are also influences that you put on yourself when you're alone. So this fear of judgment, not wanting to share things with other people because what they may think or how they may respond to you. Also social media. I found that Man, these inner confidence killers come with social media because we spend a lot of time comparing other people to ourselves, other people's success to our own success, other people's pages to our pages, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have the external confidence killer and voice stillers, the way that other people influence us. And I found that they they fit into these four sections, which are pressures, external pressures, external assumptions, external obligations, and external expectations. The pressures of faking to be something that you don't want to be or you aren't because you hope that it'll get you closer to your dreams. People wanting you to be or act a certain way that doesn't align with who you truly are or your true voice. Sometimes you refrain from saying certain things for the comfort of others, even if it makes you wildly uncomfortable. 
and others assuming things that aren't true or real for you right now. And then they say them and you don't correct them. You just kind of let that live, you know, that pressure and assumption, letting it live without saying anything. And obligations are kind of interesting because we got to be real about obligations. Some things are just like regular obligations that you signed on for that you kind of got to (laughs) do. And some of them are more harmful than that and that people can externally put pressure on you to do. So let's take for an example, like a regular obligation is if you're a mom and you have kids that, you know, you need to feed them and you need to get them to school on time, right? Like those regular everyday obligations of a mom, those are the things that are just kind of regular. But then we have those extreme obligations, right? Which is like, this is actually an example from one of my clients. Parents expecting you to cook a holiday dinner for your entire family without asking you if it's something that you wanted to do or a holiday you were prepared to host. Repaired? Prepared. (laughs) Right? This obligation that family puts on you because they think that they have a right to say, you know, well, I did this for so long and now it's your turn without really asking you if it's something that you can do or you want to do. Right? And then, of course, the expectation of others, you know, this expectation that sometimes people put on you and sometimes it's an expectation that we think they're going to put on us. So we put it on on ourselves before they even get a chance to, right? But those expectations that people put on us, even if those things no longer align with what we want to be doing, they're there. And all of these things diminish your desire to use your voice or be visible in your own life on your own terms. That's right. I said being visible in your own life. And it kind of sounds like an oxymoron or something like these contradicting concepts. Like, how do I become visible to myself? It's more than just looking in the mirror. Okay. It's about being seen by yourself for what you want right now versus what you may have wanted in the past. And then being able to tell other people like, hey, this is something that I want now. This is something that I've been thinking about. I would like to move forward with this in the future. And it all starts with being visible to yourself, but then also being able to use your voice to express that. So I want to talk about visibility. I know that it's a buzzword and I have a lot of coaches and business owners who follow me and visibility online means something very different than the way that I'm going to use it. So I want to talk about visibility as it relates to showing up in your own life. So first, visibility's like textbook definition is the state of being able to see or be seen. So then we simply apply it to you, yourself, how you've been showing up in your own life, how you see yourself, how you allow yourself to be seen by others. This can be a tough topic for women because we still kind of live in an age where it's not like a super big priority for women to be seen or considered. I mean, there's revolutions happening right now all over the world. Many women are consistently working on this concept. And then you have those people who are like, but but, 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 but can't you just be pretty and quiet? I just I can't even say it without laughing. Oh, you just want me to be pretty and quiet. <laughs> and they, you know, they they attempt to placate us while also being backhanded about the whole thing. It's the whole, well, give you an inch so you won't ask for the mile. And, you know, it's like, y'all wanted more educational opportunities? Well, here they are. But we still aren't going to hire you for these high ranking positions of influence, especially if a man is in line, even if they're underqualified. If they apply, we're giving it to them. You know, oh, y'all wanted to work. Well, we'll open up a few more career fields for you, but we are not going to pay you the same as men or other people, right? 
oh no, you're getting harassed in your career field. Okay, we'll make a few of these little laws over here to try and stop it. But we aren't going to fully protect you under those laws. And that's even if we believe you when you tell us what really happened. You know, there are many women and projects just like this podcast that are working to create a world where we aren't afraid to be seen, where we are encouraged to use our voices, that we're seen for who we truly are and what we truly want. We're creating a world where more people are asking you to stand up because we want you to be seen and we want you to be heard. Your visibility, your ability to be seen in your life is an important part of this process. Despite the fact that you may have spent your life being told that what you think doesn't matter or that you're insignificant in the world or that your dreams are dumb or silly or even that following your dreams is a waste of time. No matter what you've been told, I'm here to tell you that every part of your existence does matter. You're a woman here because you have a big ambition. I know that because you found me and I really do attract women with big ambitions. And that big ambition, you included, your voice, you deserve to be seen and heard for who you are and what you'd like to accomplish on this world. So I feel like I always have to put this caveat here in all of my shows when I'm doing like really empowering and encouraging work or inspirational, motivational speaking, because I don't want to be empowering or encouraging hate to come out into the world. So when I teach this or I say this, I say all these things assuming non-harm, which means that you think, believe, act do, want to create, want to put into the world, etc., is not harming anyone or any group of people. That means none of this applies to you if you're a racist, a bigot, a phobe of any kind, or if your intention is to silence, oppress, segregate, hate, or exterminate other people. These lessons are for people out here who want to positively impact other people, communities, or even make positive changes within their own lives, their own families, their own community. And they feel like they're unworthy in pursuing their dreams because they lack the confidence or courage to just do the damn thing. That's who I'm talking to. Okay, you. I'm talking to you. Your positive impact is gravely needed on this planet. And I hope that this podcast is motivating you to share yourself and your ideas with the world. Being a visible part of your own life is incredibly important. You know that quote, be yourself, everyone else has already taken? Well, just like everything else, I'd like to take it a step further. Live your life. Everyone else has their own life and they get to live theirs in any way that they want. No one can live your life for you. This is your opportunity to live your life. Some of the reasons you may feel invisible in your own life is that you live every day for other people and you don't prioritize any of your wants, desires, needs, or self-care. Other people put expectations on you that you feel are misaligned with what you want of and for yourself. You have a dream. You told someone and they shat on it. (laughs) This happens all the time. (laughs) I hear this one probably more than anything. (laughs) I had this idea. I had this dream. I told someone they shit on it. I stopped telling other people because I didn't want them to shit on it anymore. (laughs) I mean, if that's happened to you, I'm sorry. Come tell me your dream. I will support you and encourage you. And the last reason you may feel invisible in your own life is you've surrounded yourself with people who actively every day, every time they see you, they try to silence you or diminish you, speak negatively to you or about you. Maybe they ignore you or they minimize your needs and desires. It can be really tough if you find this as your reality. And if you found your way to me and my coaching, it's probably because you're battling some sort of internal or external hindrances to your self-confidence or your ability to speak your true voice or the ability to show up in your life in a way that looks and feels good to you. I meet women just like you every day. I work with them year after year. I realized that all my interactions with these women, including the the research that I was doing, my community work, all of the knowledge that I was gaining about your voice being your number one confidence asset, 
that it really does impact how well you show up for yourself and your life and your dreams. All of this information has been living rent-free in my head for years when it could be out here helping people. My biggest life mission as Amber Rose West is helping women to get back to their self-confidence, that self-confidence that is vibrant. And when I say vibrant, yes, it can be big and bold and colorful, but it also means that it's vibrational, it's attractive, it's bringing people and opportunities into your life through this magnetic energy that you're cultivating, glowing from the inside out. I find that confidence that doesn't look good or first and foremost feel good doesn't come out on the outside, okay? It starts on the inside when you're comfy in your own skin. The strong, even if it's a strong, quiet voice is cultivated from within. It's about aligned living and dream chasing, goal crushing, happily fulfilled confidence that makes you excited to wake up and and be a human on the planet. So I put together this lifestyle mastermind. It's called Vibrant Voice and Visibility. And we've talked a lot about these things in this episode today, the vibrant voice and the vibrant visibility. And if at any point you heard what I was saying and you were like, okay, I get it, but how? How does this apply to me? How do I make it work in my own life? I know that some of these things are true, but I have no idea how to start making these changes. I've developed this mastermind for you. It will answer all of those questions. And yes, you're going to learn how to apply it to your own life and your own self-confidence while using your own authentic voice, being seen for what you truly are and what you truly want. Also, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, it can't work for me. I've tried all of these other things and this probably isn't going to work either. Um, All the nopes, 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 nopes. It's never going to work for me, especially for you. I built this mastermind for you. And the thing that's different about Vibrant Voice and Visibility is that it was developed through research. Okay, so it's built for you, for the people who have done all the other things before. And you're like, this can't work. I guarantee you it will. Proven techniques. Okay, (laughs) I've designed it to answer things like how do I find my authentic voice and then start using it in my life? How do I create confidence that feels good to me on the inside and looks good on the outside? (laughs) How do I get my mind to stop spiraling with negativity that I just can't stop? I've always been a negative person. Is it too late for me to change? Baby, you can change. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. You absolutely can make these changes. And it's a mastermind that will help you manage overwhelming inner critics. And those are those inner critical thoughts and feelings, the ones that spiral sometimes to stop you from being yourself and following your dreams. It's meant to help you learn how to communicate better with the people around you, even the most stubborn and closed minded in your life. It's meant to help you create sustainable self-confidence, not just the little tips and tricks that other coaches teach you. We're reprogramming your mind and thoughts from the inside out for long term self-confidence results. I know that this sounds like a lot of work, that deep personal development work, and sometimes it is. But one of the best things about working with me is that while you're working, we're also going to be having fun. I'll be teaching you tangible, proven techniques for developing healthier, happier inner communication and self-talk that translates to that outer confidence in your personal and professional life. That is my guarantee to you. And although that sounds really, really full, it also gets to be fun. And that's my promise to you that, yes, you're going to be doing this work, but you're also going to be working with me, which means you're going to be having a good time. They don't call me Vibrant Amber Rose for nothing. People often think that inner work needs to be like the deep, deep time consuming process. And that's a big, big myth I'm here to bust for you. Because, yeah, the work is work. 
But it's the same work that like building muscles requires like work at the gym or becoming a skilled singer means that you have to show up for vocal practice or that building a bridge over a river requires that you drop some plans and you get a crew and you take a hammer and a nail and you actually build it. That being a published author means you have to actually write the book. Okay. It doesn't mean that it can't be fun and fulfilling in the process. Working with me is kind of like a spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. Okay. And I'm here to be transparent with you because I know a lot of you follow me on social media and social media can feel like a highlight reel. So in the sake of being visible to you and using my authentic voice, I'd like to tell you who I am and what makes me qualified to teach any of this. Okay. My degrees are in the study of health communication. Along with this education, my focus in women's self-confidence is fueled from research in the field, community studies, and direct self-analysis from women in many different career fields, especially women building online and virtual businesses. So what does all that mean for you? What you're learning inside the Vibrant Voice and Visibility Mastermind comes from science. These aren't techniques I pulled out of my bum or through a quick Google search. And I'm not just selling this in the hopes that maybe you'll get results. And I know saying it's science can make it immediately feel unsexy, but I promise you I not, it's not, <laughs> especially not with me. I've taken the best parts of this research and knowledge and turned it into something that's not just effective in helping you, but it can be really fun to experiment with too. It can be applied directly to your life as soon as you start learning it and implementing it. And more than just learning this confidence education and how to implement it in your own life, you'll also get consistent coaching directly with me. And I know that that may seem like a really weird thing to have to specify, but apparently in this day and age of coaching online, it is. When you sign up to work with me, you will work with me. I'm not passing you off to some co-coach, okay? I developed this mastermind, and that means that I will be the one teaching it to you. That way, if you have questions about it, you're getting effective coaching from the person that created it and the person that studied it her whole life, the person that can actually get you the answers that you need, okay? You won't be out here left without my guidance or being guided by someone who has no idea what they're talking about. Okay, so all of those are the reasons why on paper I'm qualified to be your confidence coach. Okay, so now that you've heard all the reasons on paper why I'm qualified to be your confidence coach, I'd like to share with you a few of my personal experiences that have geared me up to be the best at what I do. We'll start with anxiety. I have had lifelong anxiety as I've gotten older, mixed with a little bit of depression. Yep, they got me too. I live with them daily and I function as a confident woman with both of them. And perfectionism. Yes, ma'am. I got that too. Very strong perfectionism. <laughs> Every day sometimes. But I'm really grateful that I have the education that I have because it allows me to work through my perfectionism. Healing and happy with my progress every day in my perfectionism life. I've been paralyzed by my imposters before, aka imposter syndrome, and my inner critics. My inner critics are the ones that have me debating my existence or the existence of my dreams more than once. And as a biracial woman, I've had multiple identity mini, I'm going to call them mini crises over the course of my life that have been fueled by racism or this constant comparison to others or judgment from strangers right in my face and sometimes by my closest friends. It's been tough. But also, again, still on the other side as a confident woman. I do like to share this a little bit because I think there are misconceptions around people who have their own businesses that they didn't work for or earn the success that they've built. So I like to share that I've financially been on my own since I was a teenager. I've worked for giant corporations at all levels of that corporation. I've also worked for little mom and pops down the streets. 
And, you know, because of that, I put myself through college. And so, yeah, I've had those points in my life where I know what it's like to be late on rent or to miss a phone bill or to be living paycheck to paycheck. I've had that grueling nine to five where you're constantly answering to someone else who never sees how hard you work. I've had people in professional settings violate my body, whether that's through harassment or non-consensual touch. I've had them violate my work by stealing it and trying to pass it off on their own. I've had people in a professional setting straight up being racist in a way that I could not call out without losing my job or being called, quote unquote, the problem. It was years on working to bring myself to where I am right now, where I work for myself and I'm happy in the work that I do. I've been beyond blessed, but I remember where I came from and everything I lived through. And I know that that makes me a great coach for ambitious women gearing up for their next level in life. And for my business besties, I did start my own business when I was 25 years old. And yeah, I had a partner, but I've had those years of entrepreneurship along with a mix of entrepreneurship plus contract work or employee work. All work is valid. And I hope that whatever work situation you find yourself in, that you find yourself in it without judgment from yourself or others and that you're fulfilled in the work that you're doing. I'm a survivor of extreme emotional abuse from one parent, not both parents, just one. (laughs) From family, boyfriends, friendships. I've had my share of experiences with friends and community members with drug and alcohol abuse problems. And I say all this to say I've been the doormat. I've been taken advantage of. I've tried to help people who have attempted to harm me over and over and were successful in harming me over and all over. All things I've experienced and lived through to be in a place where I now connect with my confident self and I'm able to use my voice and be seen and teach others that it's possible to to regain the emotions that you feel in those situations that you can regain control of the emotions and of the environments from people who who seek to suck your soul. They come for you, don't they? I've created some pretty strong and what some would say harsh, you know, I get that word a lot, harsh boundaries with direct family members based on ways they treated me that served to silence my voice or diminish true parts of my past or my story or my experience. It was hard to do that at the time, but putting up those boundaries with friends and families is a sign of self-respect I would not trade just to have them around me. I chose me in my own life versus them in my life because if I'm not on my own team, who is? I got that one from Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) I want to make sure that first and foremost, I'm on my own team. I'd rather not have people in my life actively trying to hurt me or silence me or diminish me or pretending that my thoughts and feelings aren't valid because they don't understand them. That's not fair to me. That's not fair to my authentic self. And that's not fair to my self-confidence either. I share all of this to say my experience isn't all research on paper. I've had real, real life experiences with a, with a wealth of macro and microcosms. And I think it's important to share so that you don't think I'm some one dimensional digital robot here to like fake that everything in my life has been super confident. And therefore, everything I teach to you is all about building your most confident self that maybe I can never understand what you had to deal with on a regular basis. That me being this confident person as I show up in my daily life means that I don't know what it's like to deal with what I'm teaching you or how to handle difficult people or difficult situations or the resistance that you're going to receive as you develop into this more confident version of yourself. Believe me, my friend, I know. (laughs) I've been there. I've gone through it. 
and I consider myself a confident person on the other side. So the next question I usually get is, well, who is the mastermind for? And to be honest with you, I didn't want to make a mastermind that was just for one kind of woman. As I've just admitted to you, I am a multidimensional woman with too many life experiences. So the thought of making a program that didn't serve multiple women didn't really serve me. I guess if I had to break it down, I would say that what I teach is most helpful to teachers, coaches, and creatives. But the only like niche I wanted or the only ideal client I was really thinking about were women who want to make an impact on the world, even if that means a more positive impact in your own life and with your own family. We're out here breaking generational curses too, you know what I mean? And that takes work and confidence and showing up as your authentic self and using your voice to create your confidence, okay? All of this is part of the world and is part of making a positive impact. So that counts. Everything I teach inside the Vibrant Voice and Visibility Mastermind can be applied to any woman in any career field. At the end of the day, it's meant for ambitious women who don't let adversity of their life stop them from chasing their dreams. And let's be real. I know that that's you because that's how you found me. <laughs> and that's how I knew that it was probably time to open the doors to this mastermind so that women were free to gather seats and start working with me. Interacting with y'all online has given me the insight of greatness lurking in the shadows. Your ideas and ambitions have inspired me when I hear them, and I'm happy that you feel safe to share them with me inside of the DMs. But you know who else deserves to hear about your next great idea or the next step in your personal evolution? Your friends and your family. Yeah, they deserve to hear it because whether you believe it or not, you're a gift in their lives. You deserve to be confident and to have your dreams fulfilled. You know who else deserves to hear it? The people who need your help. They need what you have brewing. But you know who else needs to hear it? You. You deserve to be honest with yourself. And you deserve to live from that honesty and truth. You deserve to be seen and heard. Even if it's being seen and heard to yourself or validating yourself, you deserve sustainable self-confidence. And I hope I get to start working with you on that. Your voice is your number one confidence asset. And I'm so ready to help you get that asset up and rolling so that you can have the most vibrant, vibrational self-confidence. There's so much juiciness to Vibrant Voice of Visibility. I could literally sit here and talk about it all day, but I know y'all have lives. So I just want to say I appreciate you listening to all of the great things about voice and visibility. And of course, the mastermind coming up. And of course, my own authentic story. Probably the easiest way if you want to learn more is for me to drop the link in the show notes so that you can check it out on your own time. But you know what? I spent over a year creating this mastermind, developing it just for all of you. So if you have questions, this is your permission slip to slide into my DMs. I'm happy to answer any questions about this. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, obviously. (laughs) So I don't want you to feel any hesitation in hitting me up, especially if you listened to this episode and you were like, damn, damn, yup, yup, that's me. That's me. I'm ready. Well, guess what? I'm ready for you too. Hey, thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Women of Color and Confidence. Spending the time with you this week was an honor and a pleasure for me. Meet me back here in two weeks. We will have another episode with a guest interview, which I'm super excited to share. Thanks for joining me today and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Women of Color and Confidence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review so other listeners can find the show and we can continue bringing you more episodes you love. We really appreciate the support of listeners like you. I'll meet you back here in two weeks with a fresh new episode.